Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Uh, today, we are sponsored by ourselves. You're going to get your asses over to the MaximusPodcast.com. You're going to click join now and you're going to join the Team Maximus Ladder app. You're going to get workouts, one-on-one contact with me and Joe, personalized coaching, sports psychology, nutritional tips, everything you can imagine in one-stop shopping. So that's what you're going to do. Uh, conversely, you could go to ladder.fit forward slash Team Maximus, but let's stick with the easy one, the MaximusPodcast.com. Join now. We are super excited to have Mike Moralia on. Mike is a fellow uh, team captain at 10,000 with me, a person that I've got to know a little bit uh, through our, what are they, monthly Zoom meetings where we all kind of like hang out and chat? Yeah, pretty much our town hall meetings. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was telling Joe a little bit about you and I want you to tell us about yourself, but like, I want to skip all the bullshit and just talk about this fucking insanity on the salt flats. (laughs) This this 26 mile, uh, to be honest with you, I'm a, I'm a reasonably fit human. And when I found out what you're doing, I'm like, fuck these kids, man. I <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, skipping all the BS and the nonsense and the backstory, like how it originally started, 10,000 approached me. They're like, Hey, we have a campaign for the year. It's called pizza strength. We think you would be great for this. Do you have any idea like what you would want to do? And I was like, you're going to give me full reign to like make something up. Awesome. I have plenty of ideas and I had like a list of 10 things, but out of all the things I wrote down, like they were drawn to this like thing that I wrote down on the piece of paper. And I just wrote down strongman marathon. And honestly, I didn't even like put much thought into it. I just wrote it down on a piece of paper. There wasn't anything down. They're like, what's that? And I was like, well, I think it's like a combination of like strongman movements, some crossfit movements, and it's going to be a combination of like some type of marathon. So what it ended up being after I kind of put a little bit more idea into it and wanted to make something no one's ever done, I figured we're going to have 26.2 miles. Half of it's going to be split up into 20 pound weight vest runs and half of it's going to be other mile movements in between each one. So it ended up being a mile yoke carry, a mile sandbag carry, a mile tire flip, a mile of burpees, a mile handstand walk, a mile fireman dummy dummy carry, a mile kettlebell toss, all these different things adding up to 26.2 miles. Okay, so running 26.2 is kind of fucked up by itself. I don't ever want to run a marathon. <laughs> running 26.2 with a 20 pound best is like really fucked up. Now we have to get in your backstory. What, what happened to you as a child that makes you do? (laughs) Yeah. So, so as a kid, I grew up with an identical twin brother and not many people know what it's like to have a constant best friend by your side, who is exactly into the same things you are, who has the same interests, who has the same competitive mindset. And when you have that entire kind of like, outlet growing up you just build this camaraderie you build this competitiveness like how are you going to outdo you know yourself and your brother next and that just kind of created this entire thing of who i am today okay so i'm thinking about this joe man i did a mile of lunges once Mm -hmm. and i regretted it instantly You're talking like a mile of burpees, a mile of tire flips, a mile of how, how does a person even 
prepare for something like yeah, this? Yeah, that's my question. You, I mean, there's so many different yeah. movements in here and so many different just athletic aspects. Like running it is one thing. That's just like one thing for the full 26. But you know, breaking it up, like how are you preparing for this? Honestly, I was an awful course racer and I did that at a professional level for about three years. And I always was pretty fit into running because even before that I played rugby all throughout high school, all throughout college, and even a little bit after college. So running was kind of in my wheelhouse. I didn't have any issues there. And once I kind of fell out of OCR, I picked up CrossFit, put on a lot of strength, you know, developed a lot of other movement patterns that I never had before. So I just put all this strength and built it a part of my running scheme. So by doing CrossFit pretty much every day, that just gave me the preparedness I needed for something like this. And when it comes to, you know, you know, you're going to have a long enduring kind of event. It really comes down to mental fortitude, Mm -hmm. nothing more. If you're really strong between the ears, you can get a feat like this done. That's where it's going to happen first and foremost, before your body can even tackle the challenge. So for the normal people living at home, how have you in your life built that kind of strength? Cause that's not something a normal person can just prepare for. Like it's, it's a, I'm thinking like a doctor out there, a lawyer, a, a, a normal human being, a mom, a dad, it's not like you can just wake up and get mentally ready for something like that. You've had to have pivotal moments in your life that have brought you to this moment. You know, it, no matter what light path you follow, um, whether you are the doctor or the lawyer, like you're always going to overcome obstacles in your life. They may be emotional obstacles. They may be, you know, spiritual obstacles or anything else. Like you can relate that into physicality in any way you want. An obstacle is an obstacle. You're going to learn how to overcome it. And the more mental obstacles you overcome, the more successful you're going to be in whatever path you choose. And my path just happens to be fitness. And because I've overcome so many mental obstacles and so many physical ones, you know, they're starting to mesh more and more together. And I can always recall like the first physical obstacles I used to encounter. Like I remember doing a Spartan, um, one of their world, world championship events. It was my first one in Vermont. I think it was like 2014. And I went thinking I was hot shit and I got destroyed that race, full body cramps, ended up placing like 80th overall when I thought I was going to be like top 10. And I wanted to quit at least five times that entire race, but I kept pursuing, kept going on. And till this date, there hasn't been a harder race. I've experienced all the hard challenges that I had to, and I've used that for later on and other obstacles that came into my life. Which part of this, this strongman marathon intimidates you the most? It was always the burpees. I've done a burpee mile before. I know how taxing it is on the body. I put it right there in the beginning. I had to get it out of the way. But that also really scared me because I was like, well, if I'm going to put this right in the beginning and I tax myself too much, like I'm done. There's, I can't really finish and go after that. And spoiler alert for the people that are listening, because this is important. You've already done this. This is like, in yeah, the this books. is something that, yeah. that has been in the books. And you're, <laughs> you're, you're here. So you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm, I'm more alive than ever now. 
All right. And, and, and when can people, before we go back, when can people see this? Cause there's going to be some like releases around this yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Oh yeah. There's going to be teasers. There's going to be releases, but the full dead on release is going to be at the end of the mess this month on the 25th. That's going to be the full video that you're going to be able to see everything that went down and how it was approached. All right. So we're, we're going to, if you're listening, this is pre-recorded. We're not going to release this till the appropriate time because we don't want to let people in on all the secrets, but walk us through what the day looked like. Cause you did this yeah. in my neck of the woods on the salt flats, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I remember I woke up bright and early. It was like 4am still pitch black. And I just pretty much made sure I had everything. I had all my gear laid out, you know, Vaseline all over my toes. So I didn't get blisters pretty much ate oatmeal, some beef jerky, and a lot of bit of, of fruit right beforehand. And then I just waited because we had plans to get out at the car at 540, just so we can show up at the flat at six o'clock. Because right at six o'clock, I wanted to pretty much get set up and get going. I wanted to get started before sunrise, just because I had no idea how long this was going to take. I estimated anywhere from like 12 to 14 hours was the best guess. Okay. And then, yeah, once we get out to the, the salt flats, it was pitch black and it was kind of like all on me to get everything set up because it was still kind of unknown what was really going on. So I didn't really want to do this. Um, <laughs> I ended up running two miles just to, to start because I had to take a 45 pound axle bar. That was my, my 800 meter marker. So I ran it 800 meters in one direction, plopped it down ran 800 meters back, grabbed the next 45 pound axle bar, ran 800 meters in the opposite direction, placed down, ran back. So now I had a mile marker in one direction and a mile marker in the other, because one direction I was doing my vest run, the other direction uh -huh. I was doing all the obscure miles. So you did like a big ass shuttle run kind of then you didn't run pretty much yeah. line for 26. I wouldn't have even thought of that, but that's brilliant. So you went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. I had a center post and I ran 800 and 800 back to that center post and another center, uh, another post 800 and 800 back. So could you see that post from the ends? No worst idea possible too, because <laughs> it's pitch black. The first mile I did was the burpees literally had no idea if I was even going in the right direction. I was like, shit, <laughs> I don't want to add extra mileage. I have no idea if I'm going in a straight line. I had the camera crew serpentining uh, with their car headlights trying to find the thing. It took them a good 10 minutes just to find my, uh, my marker. Thankfully I was enough on course where it didn't really add too much to my uh, distance and I was able to correct it. Um, which that helped out after the burpees, the sun came up, everything was pretty much visible from that point on. Okay. Cause I imagine, uh, I mean, especially as you're into some like the harder challenges, just seeing that marker and saying like, I just got to get there. I just got to get there was probably when pretty you're doing higher flip and you're feeling a groove and you're like, yeah, I'm knocking out 50. And then you look up and you realize like I'm a ride <laughs> on the distance and you didn't get anywhere. It is the most demoralizing feeling in the entire world. And then like, once you get past 300 reps, you're like, there's no point even counting. Like, why am I counting? Yeah. So you, you, you said it would estimate, I mean, you estimated like you had no idea how long this was going to take 12 to 14. I was actually thinking about this. I put a lot of thought into this cause you're fucking crazy. <laughs> um, but like, I was thinking more like 24 hours. How long did this shit take you? It took me nine hours and 18 minutes. 
Wow. Christ. So faster than you thought. Much faster than I thought. So I was booking the runs. The runs was a great chance for me just to unwind, get a good distance out of the way and like really save as much time as possible. And all of the um, strongman stuff, funny enough, all of my splits going back were faster than getting there. Mm. I always thought like I was moving slower on the way back. Cause I was like, man, I'm already tired. I have to finish this like mile up. And I thought I was going slower, but every single time I was averaging five minutes faster than what, what I was there. Oh, wow. So you, you get in with the burpees. How long did those take? The burpees I did pretty quick. I believe that split was about 43, 45 minutes. Okay. And then, and then I'm assuming you're just burping and then like broad jumping forward or something like that. How are you, how yeah, you burpee broad jump? Okay. So burpee broad jump. And then you ran after that. Yeah. So I started with the 20 mile vest run. That was like oh, a quick right. warm up. Right. So Get it done. Like I ran like a six minute mile and I was cooking it. Wow. And then went right into the burpees, had a great pace. And then after that next mile was able to shake it off. And then the very next mile, this was the worst feeling in the entire world. It was the handstands and the burpees destroyed my shoulders and wrists. So when I first kicked up into that handstand, I maybe walked like five feet and I was like, Oh shit, (laughs) damn it. I can't feel my shoulders. I have to walk forever right now. That one took the longest time. Okay, so, so, so there, I, there's like two kinds of fatigue here. There's like the, the psychological stuff of like, you know, can I push yeah. myself? Can I get through that? How did you draw the line between that and something like what you just mentioned, which is a really like a physical issue? Like, wh- how were you yeah. feeling? How were you recovering as you went along? So, oh, I was feeling just having ramen the entire time. I was pretty <laughs> cold to start off. So having like warm chicken broth with just instant noodles that were easily accessible, that was the way to go. It really kind of kept my core temperature where it needed. But with that physical fatigue, especially right away, like I couldn't feel my shoulders walking on my hands and especially walking on like, it's a pretty flat surface. They go out there to set land speed records, Mm -hmm. but with your hands, you can feel like the different grade and texture, like the slight elevation, the slight depression in the ground. Um, so keeping those handstands pretty steady was a challenge in itself and not being able to feel your shoulders was, it was rough. Honestly, like that mentally got to me. I was trying to, I was trying to find a reason to quit, but mm. I, I wouldn't let myself do it. Did you, did you have to, cause there's like, there's a lot of running, but there was what, 10 different movements. Is that right? Yeah. yeah 12, 12 different movements in between. Were there any of these 10 that you had to substitute? Like, I just can't fucking do this. I got to sub one in. Or were you able to complete it as planned? I was able to complete it as planned. I think the way I wrote it down, um, I mixed a couple of them in between just because I didn't have the list fresh, like written out there. And I kind of was just like, all right, well, this is right here. I'm going to go for it. So I think I might have switched a couple that were planned. But the way it was planned to do the burpees and handstands first, that I knew I had to get done. And that I stick to the game plan. What would you say you you learned from this, from that physical aspect? If you were to if you were to write this for someone else, would you change the order? No, had to be done the way it was. If I did the handstands or burpees any later, those were definitely the most taxing. If you like if you did them later, I think that fatigue would have really set in. And then 
that mental kind of strength would have would have been a lot harder. I would have been questioning myself a lot more being like, you know what? Like I made it pretty far. I can just quit now. I think because it was so early on, I was like, I can't quit. It's too early. Like, don't be a pussy. (laughs) I like it. Now you, you completed this. You're done. I have an interesting, I guess, competitive question. So you're a competitive OCR racer. Uh, yes. You've done some Spartan stuff. You've been good. There's like an there's like an end of the rainbow there. And what I mean is, you could be the Spartan World Champion, or you could be like recognized as something. When it comes to fitness stuff, there's no end. So for a guy like you, who's super driven, super competitive, psychologically strong, you want to challenge yourself. Have you thought about what's next? Always. So. I don't really care so much about being the world's best obstacle course racer, trying to be a CrossFit athlete. Like for me, fitness is my creative outlook. And the way I see fitness is wildly different than everyone else's view. And that's okay. Cause this allows me to make a strongman marathon and make it something my own and put my spin on it and try to be the fastest time for it. Um, late before this even happened, I had the idea to lift 500 pounds and run a sub five minute mile all on the same clock. People have done it before on the same day, but I was the first one to kind of make that twist and be like, let's do it on the same clock. No one's ever done it before. I think it'd be more of a challenge. Let me go for it. So this is bottom line. Fitness is my creative outlook outlook. And I'm just going to put my spin on everything to try to see what's next. Right now. I haven't seen anyone Turkish get up a yoke rack. And I kind of want to do that. I, uh, I, saw, I saw that on your Instagram and I was like, my wheels are turning. Like, how, how would you go about that? Like, where are you going to grip it? It's super from? awkward. You yeah. got to put the rack all the way at the bottom. And then you have these four pillars hovering over your body. So there's no room for error. Yeah. And, uh, with the way the weights dispersed, it makes it feel a little bit lighter, but also because the way it's dispersed makes it super hard to just control in general. Yeah, ease. But what what was the net effect of doing the the strongman marathon? Like, what was your recovery like? Um, I recovered pretty quick. The next day, I was still walking around. Like, because I've put my body through different types of stress before, and somewhat on that kind of level, like we can bounce back pretty quickly. I mean, I'm still pretty young, so. I don't know what it's like being older than 29, how people recover. But for me, the only thing that bothered me was my wrist. That was a lot of impact from the burpees, a lot from the handstands. I've never felt my wrist like that before. What is the end game for all this? Like, I know you love competing with yourself. You love throwing yourself on the fire. You love the mental challenges, but do you have an end game with all this? Like you want to be regarded as one of the fittest people on the planet. Do you want to build a brand Do you want to build, or have you even thought that far out? It's, I want to be the person that can spark an interest for someone else. Like I don't have, again, I've said, I don't have to be the fittest person in the world, but if something like this marathon sparks an interest for someone else to get into fitness or be like, Oh, I never thought about flipping a tire for a mile. Let me try that. They don't have to try anything else. They can just do that. And that would be a win in my books, getting someone out of their comfort zone, doing something else, trying something new in the world of fitness is where I kind of want this all to go. All right. Are you going to write the, uh, the strongman marathon training manual? 
like create a whole program <laughs> dvd series <laughs> i don't i don't believe in people writing programs for one particular thing um like oh here's my program to do this like i solely believe in crossfit like it has got me the fittest i've ever been in my entire life and it's training just for pretty much everything. So if I wanted to go tackle out this strongman marathon tomorrow, I can. If I wanted to sprint a marathon and get my absolute best time, I'm still training for that. Like I believe CrossFit in general, just show up to your local box, hit the workout every day, stay consistent with it. That's all you really need. There's no specific training you really need to get anything done. Like I've trained specifically for rugby. I trained specifically for bodybuilding. I trained specifically for OCR. Like just doing CrossFit, I'm better at all those things now than just specifically training for it. For sure. But one thing that's important to note about that, your CrossFit training can be looked upon in a way as sharpening the spear because you do yeah, have a true. huge, like my whole thing with endurance stuff is a person's not just going to go to five CrossFit classes a week and be able to hold five minute miles. That just doesn't, you've had to You're have- right. I had the prowess to begin with. I've had the background in running i've had the background in rugby to give me that engine that i needed so moving to crossfit just kind of refined a lot of those other skills you are correct in that because you've got a huge base like you've got an endurance base to to be a i'm actually good friends with you know joe di oh yeah 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 he's a good friend um and i also used to write programming for hunter okay yeah, yeah. and i know and hunter so very well so like, I'm familiar with the world, but like, I, I, I think with OCR, one of the things that people don't understand is you're a legitimate endurance athlete at that point. I was at the world championships in Tahoe. Um, I, yeah, I, yep. I, I, di I didn't win. I didn't even compete. Fuck that. But that was 26 miles. And I remember at the top, people had to plunge into cold water and they were getting pulled out. Um, oh yeah. People got pulled for hyperthermia plenty of times yeah. every year. It's always cold. It was incredibly hard, but to run 26 miles at that speed, you're a legitimate world-class endurance athlete at that point. It's not something you just kind of, I'm going to do, do obstacle racing and, and figure it out. Yeah, you have to be an endurance athlete. And not only just like running endurance, like, cool, everyone can climb a rope once. Can you climb a rope after your 14th mile being completely winded? Yeah, it's, it's all endurance at that point. How much... I'm super interested in this world. How much running miles wise are you doing a week right now to keep up that kind of speed or to be able to maintain that? <laughs> I am surprisingly enough, hardly running now. Okay. Like um, maybe a mile or two miles at most. And surprisingly I've hit a PR in my mile. I've hit a PR in my 5k and I'm not even doing running training anymore. And back when I was doing running training, I've definitely plateaued and like couldn't get past a certain point. But here I am getting busting barriers. So, so on that note with that base building though, when you were running, what was your max mileage? It would build, it would be anywhere from 20 if it was like a low week or month, 20 per week. And then it would be just as high all the way up to 50 miles a week. Okay. So, the, you know, still though, not a ton compared to guys that are putting in like, I don't know if you know who Alberto Salazar was like 140 yep. miles a week, 130 miles a week. Like you're able to be really fucking fast on not a ton of volume, really. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Incredible. So kind of final wrap up question. How tall are you? Five, nine. How much you weigh? Right now, 196. I laid myself last week. I was so close to 200. Heaviest I've ever been. 
All right, man, listen, I got to tell you something. Uh, Joe, this is, this is actually your story. Uh, Michael, you got to get it. Yeah. And, and what I mean by get it, 10,000 put out a directive that all of us should be doing a mile of something. And I'm not happy about this. So I'm going to be angry after the mile and you're going to pay one way or another. <laughs> I was just, I, I was just it. getting hey. your stats because I'm a little rusty with my fighting. So I want to make sure I'm bigger than you. So I can like, <laughs> if I'm going to get you, I got to make sure I can win. But I don't need. This is my payback because I've done a bunch of your workouts, like burp, 100 burpee pull-ups, like a bunch of the ladders that you put out there. So for me to get a small taste back on you, this is going to be great. I mean, literally, when I read that email, I'm like, this fucking Michael got me. <laughs> I get it. Like, I was ready to book a plane flight out to San Diego. Just, to Mike, just so you know, he tried to pull a deadlift contest with me, and that didn't end well for him either. So, welcome to the club. At one point, you know, but you're going to have you're going to have a lot of people out there at this point. Uh, doing a mile of something to try and like. I love it. Yeah, to spark that interest. That was the whole point of this. Good. Well, that's that's awesome, my man. Listen, sincerely and genuinely, I'm kind of in awe of what you're able to do. There are things that I see from people. And, you know, there are things that I see. I'm like, I could do that. This is one of the things. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> this is pretty serious. So, I mean, you should be damn proud of yourself. This is some intense stuff. And, uh, I don't know. The one thing about it, though, is I don't know your normal person sitting at home, Joe, if they will even comprehend how impressive this is. No, no. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing the mental math here, trying to think like, oh, OK, so it's 12 different challenges. Like, just focus on, you know, one bite at a time. Just keep marching through. That's a long time to just keep marching through. That's incredible. And, and, and for like, somebody, somebody who's like sitting on the couch, like, yeah, I should probably lose some weight. This is way outside of their realm of, of understanding. But. But it's also something like if you quantify it, the mile thing is beyond most people, right? Like a mile run, they know. But how many burpees are in a mile of burpees? A thousand? I, you know, <laughs> you stop counting at 200. <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> the reason I say this is so impressive and out of the realm of comprehension is it's kind of like, I. A fucking okay you're gonna go run a mile you're gonna do a thousand burpees you're gonna run a mile you're gonna do a thousand tire flips you're gonna run a mile you're gonna do a thousand lunges you're gonna run a, like when you start thinking about it like that because a mile is i mean i'm a metric system guy but joe what five thousand six hundred and forty feet is that right five thousand two hundred and eighty close okay i was close but fifty two eighty Shit, man. Like there's a lot of fucking burpees in five thousand two hundred and eighty <laughs> feet. Oh yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a lot. Super impressive. So, uh, Mike, tell people because uh, I think you're super inspirational. I think people could learn a lot from you. You're a kind-hearted person. You got a great message. Where can people find you? Connect with you. Uh, be your friend. Gain inspiration. Stuff like that. Absolutely. If you guys want to follow the story, see any more crazy stuff that I'm doing, it's always going to be on Instagram at michael.sgx. If you're ever in San Diego, you can always come down to the CrossFit box I'm working out at and coaching. It's stay classy CrossFit. Really, anything other than that, that's pretty much it. All right, my man. It has been an absolute pleasure from the bottom of my heart. Uh, super proud of you and super, super impressed and in awe of uh, 
this thing. I can't wait to see it come together on video because I'm in suspense like the rest yeah. of you. <laughs> awesome Love job. it, Bobby. Thank you so much for having me on. It means the world, especially like growing up and working and working out and following you as an inspiration for you to say all that. It it strikes the chord. Man, it's serious. You sent me right to fucking retirement. I'm done. <laughs> I just like what he said. I grew up watching your videos, Mr. Maximus. This is, this is kind of like, this is the, Joe, this just came to me. The antithesis of the Super Bowl. Like you got, you got the baby goat, Pat Mahomes coming out here to get Brady on him. But like the baby goat muscle Mike just fucking put one on me. Fuck <laughs> man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go apply for a job at Goldman Sachs or, or <laughs> bagging groceries now or something. So thanks for that, Mike. No problem. All right, my man. Uh, great work, and, and we can't wait to get the word out about this. It's pretty incredible. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, and by the way, people can't see this, but you do have beautiful hair. Yes. <laughs> Check out on Instagram. Thank you. See that hair. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs>